0: about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Then we might be seeking love in all the wrong places. Changing me, not the other person, not the situation, but me and the way I love in that situation. I made phone calls these past couple of days. I mean, I didn't even do anything wrong to, to some of these people. I just felt like I needed to call, bring something. I don't know, but I like it. I like being this. It's better than even two weeks ago. So God's love is his word. It's Jesus, right? And I just want to say the scripture he gave me before, I did a whole teaching then this morning. He goes, what manner of love is this? That we should be called his children. What manner? So what does that mean, what manner? It means what way of love? Only his way. How could I be called his child? I mean, I don't deserve it. Not that I have to try to get it because he already did it. But it's so evident, like, who am I that he should have me on his mind? That's in Psalms, right? I don't even know. I have notes everywhere because I can't stop. He's ministering and ministering. I'm, like, writing things here, post-its on my head. I'm like, but, yeah, like, who am I? Oh, yeah, Psalms 8, 4. These are just things he was saying to me, like, I'm talking with him about this. It's incredible how much he loves us. You, it's so incredible, it's supernatural, it's, it's endless, it it's surpasses all understanding. We can't put it in words, we can't speak it in words, it's an experience in the heart. It's a transformation in his image and likeness. We get to taste a piece of him, know him in an in a intimate way. So love, God's love has been poured out into every, in the hearts of the believer by the Holy Spirit. So even if we say we love God, and I thought I did, I thought I knew what love was in many ways of my life. And let me tell you something. Not everything in my life is bad, and I deal with people that say, well, I had a really good childhood. Without the Holy Spirit, it's nothing. I mean, we say this in 1 in, in Corinthians. Like, if we could have all these things in the world. But without the Holy Spirit, the, the, the breath of God, breathing in our hearts, right, and breathing out of us, it's nothing. Yeah, we might have had good times. That's all they were. In, in a time realm, it doesn't go anywhere. It's not eternal. So it's not a matter of good life, bad life, good parent, bad parent, bad, uh, get unfortunate, fortunate. It has to do with do you have the Holy Spirit, the love of God, was poured out into our hearts when we received the Holy Spirit. That's incredible. We have love that no one can understand, only personally. See, when Jesus said, do you know who I am? He wasn't saying, who does everybody else? He said that, yes. But no one can know the love of the Father until they experience the love of the Father. We can know him because it says it. But to know him because... He touched us in our hearts. He transcends us. He redeems us. He does all these things for us. So who am I? That's the big question. That I And, and that's how much love he has. So Romans 5, 1, 9, I'll read it, and I'm going to break it up because that's the way I, I get it, so I'm going to share it the way I get it. So and I just want to remind everybody that love is a decision. Yeah, there are feelings involved. Thank God we have feelings because they're they're measures and motivators to know when we're in his love and when we're not, you know, but but a decision is really what love is about. It's about making a decision, an agreement. Not all marriages are perfect, but they made a decision to stick with each other. It's in that decision that love grows. It's not in the situation, I mean, the situation helps when we can get past it, but what I'm saying is because of the decision, we get through all situations with God's love. So therefore, having been justified by faith, we have, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowledge that knowledge that tribulation um, produce perseverance, and perseverance, character and character hope. N- now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who was given to us, for when we were still without strength. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God, hallelujah, demonstrates his own love towards us. And while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we have been We shall be saved from the wrath through him. Hallelujah. What does that mean that now hope does not disappoint? Once I get the the love of God, my heart starts to change to line up with God's will, plan, and purpose. So the hope for money, the hope for those things are no longer disappointing because it's impossible to fill those things. So now I'm not being disappointed because I'm lining up with God's will, God's desires, God's plan. So my hope now is never going to be disappointed because I know the answer. Him. He tells me. He tells me his promises. He tells me his commandments, everything. If I line up in agreement with God, then I'm not going to be disappointed. And if I am, it's because my flesh wants to get in there somehow. And then we got to take captive the thought and bring it to the obedience, whatever it is that's trying to harass you. You know, we don't always have to be, uh, Oppressed. We could be harassed every once in a while. I mean, I do. I, I come here driving, and I could get harassed in two seconds by someone not going as fast as I would like them, all right? But I take captive the thought, and I start praying for that person. That's how simple it is for all of us. So the unconditional, never-ending, supernatural love of God surpasses all understanding. God demonstrates his own love for us, that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. That's what it says here. So what manner, right? How could it even be that we didn't have to get right for His love? That He loves all people. He loves all people. He reigns on the whole world, right? So it's not doesn't matter. Praise the Lord. I was sharing today. I was just got. I was at the jail, and I was sharing. You know, sometimes we get mind boggled by why do people prosper when they don't even know Christ, or why does it look like all good things always happen to? Listen, if they're lining up with the King's decree, He's the King the the difference is it's not eternal. Okay? So yes, they might look like they got it all together here in the world, but without the Holy Spirit, they have nothing. Praise God. So no no oh, sorry. So um no other love like God's love. I was seeking love in all the wrong places and I'm sure everybody else was until we got filled and even we can continue to do that as a Christian seek love in all the wrong places because we're so busy running. We don't stop and sit on the couch with God. We could be in the same house with the Lord and never meet him because we're so busy thinking it's, he's over there or it's over there or that one's over there, whatever it is. Every relationship takes time. Every relationship takes the character of God. But if I don't know who he is, I can't love no matter how much I try. You know, and I think we misuse the word love. I must, you know, I like a lot of things, but the love of God is way different. And there's different types of love, I get it, but all the love is from God. Right? So if I love you as a friend, it's still agape love in there. It should be. Hallelujah. So Jesus went to the cross motivated and compelled by love for us. It was love. Love motivates faith. Love pushes faith love covers everything. And when you love as I as I went from being a slave to God to a servant to God, and even though I know I'm not a servant because I sit with him at the right hand of the father, I have a servant's heart, very different. Okay? I look to serve because the servant lives in me. Not be, oh, I got to go to church or I got to I got to do it's it's a joy. You know? and, and it should be. And I pray for anyone who is struggling with that, that the joy of the Lord just hit you. Amen. So thank you for the love, God. I thank him. All right. God so loved me that he gave me first love. He loved you. He gave you first love. Because I wouldn't have known until I experienced his love first how to love someone else or serve or, or do the things that I do today. I, I, uh, sometimes I'm like, who is this person? And when people say that, it's, a, it's just a, con- a confirmation and it's a, it's a reminder from God that I have been changed by his love. That's him telling me, you see what I can do? You see what I can do? The, the impossible possible. Who knew that when I was in a crack, well, it wasn't crack. I, 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 not that it makes a difference. I was in a drug dorm or whatever instead of college. And, and doing things that, hearing people, you know, having mental illness and all this stuff. Who knew that I could be here with a sound mind, sharing with people that suffer, that God is real. And it's his love. Let him love you. You know, as much as I was seeking love, if he got close to me, I pushed you away because I didn't understand it and I was I was afraid to let go of myself of what getting hurt. So that's why it's important that we read the word and we get into who God is because the more we feel safe with him, the more our faith grows, the more we can receive his love and really believe it. Believe that whenever I go into a place that I don't and I'm not saying this in a in a in a way where I don't really care what people think anymore. I don't need accolades from people. I just, he's my, my one. He's the one. Amen. Amen, right? So God is love. And in 1 John 4, 7, and this is where I'm going to break up some of this stuff because God gave me a way of seeing this in, in him. In Christ, in God fullness, okay? Jesus, Holy Spirit, and Father God. Because that's the way he, he breaks himself down to me so I can absorb and understand and then I, I share. So God is love. 1 John 4, 7, 21 says, Beloved, let us love one another for, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Now to know is not only, listen, knowing is an intimate thing. All right, we can know in our mind lots of things. But when we truly know, when Adam got to know Eve, she, she had a baby. There's spiritual intimacy. And intercourse, the word intercourse, means relationship. It doesn't mean we distort these things, but spiritual intercourse with the word of God is a relationship with God that's going to birth. The Holy Spirit impregnates you all the time if, you, if you're intimate with him right? Because that's what it is. So face to face with Jesus, spirit to spirit with the Holy Spirit and body to body with Father God. And then there's a there's a produce that happens. Hallelujah, right? Amen. So uh, here I go. I'm I'm already cutting things out. Okay. So anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Not just and I'm I'm putting a little note here, not just what what he does is his love, but who he is. Is his love, okay? So, so many people are waiting for God to do something instead of getting to know who He is. Because if you know who He is, you probably would recognize many things in your life that He did. <laughs> Amen. Right? So, God. So, because God is love, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us. That God sent His Son, His only Son, into the world, so that we might live through Him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that he had loved us and sent his son to us to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So one of the things, first of all, I want to say God is love. He's saying that. But God is everything that he's described in the Bible. God's the Father. So everything's love. Right? The Son, the Holy Spirit, He's patient, He's tolerant. It's all covered by God as love. All of that is a description of God's character of love. So if you want to know how to love in a situation, find out who God is. If it's patience you need, that's love. That's what's needed there. That's the solution. Okay? So... Knowing God's love is being in friendship. That's laying our life down. When we It says it in the Bible, being a friend is someone who would lay your life down. So we lay our life down for God. If he's my friend, Jesus, I'm going to lay my life down for him. Right? And he laid his for mine. He did everything first. So he's not asking me to do something that I can't see manifested in what he's done and what he continues to do in my life. All right? It's, it's a relationship. It's being connected by blood or marriage, okay? And what God, what Jesus did for us is he shed his blood so that we can have new blood, his blood. He poured out his spirit, his love for us, his life, okay? It's a relationship with Jesus, son of God, and that's when we're our, our eyes are face-to-face. Listen, I used to go to, I went to Catholic school. I had religion in my life, and there's nothing... We all need some kind of religion in a way, but not in an unhealthy way. I wake up and I make sure I, I don't do it and because I'm going to get scolded because God doesn't love me if I don't do it. But it's good. God gave us these things to use in a healthy way. So I make sure that day and night I have fresh manner. That's something that I practice. doesn't make me have a religious spirit. It makes me practicing my relationship with God. Very different. Because the enemy wants to twist things and turn things and keep you from doing things because you might have a religious spirit. Don't let the enemy harass you. You're serving the Lord. You're, you're, you're having a daily day with, the, with God. And just enjoy him, right? So um, friendship, a relationship, a state of mutual trust and support between allied nations. So when I knew Jesus, I would say in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, I didn't even know what I was doing. Okay? But I knew, I knew that there was the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I didn't know it was one God. I I don't know what I was thinking. But I'll tell you, I heard stories about Jesus. I knew Jesus. I went to church on holidays and Catholic school whenever I showed up. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is it wasn't until that day I came face to face with him. All right? It wasn't just someone else telling me about him or me trying to think the best of my ability without the Holy Spirit of who Jesus could be, you know, and, and it was when I, when I got face-to-face with Jesus, and I recognized him as my Lord and Savior. Very different. I understood in that moment who he, who he is. I didn't know. He was just a man. If, if, if he would have said, who does Luann think I am to Paul, to Peter, Peter would have said, she thinks you're just like Elvis, <laughs> you know, and that's not who I, you know, I say he's Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior of my heart. So hallelujah. So, and it's blood or marriage. It's fellowship, being in close companionship. I can't have fellowship with someone or even, listen, we have many acquaintances in my life. I do. But my true friendships are the people that I know intimately, personally. We spend time together. We talk. We know some things about each other that other people don't know. I mean, that's a relationship, okay? So no, and now I'm going to say, I'm going to pick it up again, the scripture 12. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this we know, we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us, of his spirit thank you jesus and we have seen and testify that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world whoever confesses that jesus christ that jesus is the son of god i'm going to get in my own words here god abides in him and he in god so we have come to know and to believe so there's two things here knowing is knowing him face to face who he is Lord and Savior it doesn't mean I'm getting to know him. It might mean I just know that yeah, he's my Lord and Savior. That's what the Bible says. That's what the pastor said. That's what, you know, my friends all believe. So yeah, he's Lord and Savior, but I don't know him intimately. I just know him intellectually. Okay, there's a transformation that happens when it when it enters when that information, that revelation enters the heart. And then to believe is another level of intimacy and I believe that's the engagement that's the will you marry me Luann moment you know are you going to believe through thick and thin okay so to believe the love that God has for us God is love and whoever abides in love abides in in him God and God abides in him Uh, who abides in God and God abides in him so experience this is the experience of God's love this is the engage with Jesus By the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, we get engaged with Jesus. So I believe the first one is, okay, I meet you. Hi, Jesus. right Now I have a decision. Do I want to go on a date with him? Do I want to get to know him? I'm talking about relationship. I'm trying to bring it into the natural, but in the spirit, it's getting to know Jesus like I would get to know someone that I like. Oh, yeah, he's interesting. Let me get to know Jesus. And I know this through my own experience because this is exactly what I did. I spent these last... I mean, I, I, I know Jesus, my, you know, as Lord and Savior for 10 years. The last eight, I've been intimately married, first courting with him, right, getting to know him the first two years. All right, he asked me to marry him after two years, so I had to make a commitment. That means everything had to change. I couldn't go around saying this guy is Christian. I can date him and sleep with him and do all these things. No, because I was engaged. I was promised to someone. All right, and now I'm I'm married. I'm fully in, fully in this marriage. Right, so it's the engage, it's the experiencing is the engagement, and it's through the Holy Spirit. It's by His way, the Holy Spirit. It's by the way of the Holy Spirit. If I don't have the Holy Spirit, if I don't nurture the Holy Spirit, if I don't um, be in agreement with the Holy Spirit, I can't be engaged to Jesus because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a rebel. I'm gonna be cheating on my fiance on the man that I told, I love you, I want to be with you, I want, you're my Lord and Savior. You're, you, have a, you have me all, spirit, soul, and body, and then all of a sudden my body is somewhere else. My head is somewhere else, right? My spirit, I'm telling it, nope. Nope. Grieving. So it's engage is occupy, attract, or involve someone's interest or attention participate or become involved in it's a vow it's a pledge or enter into a contract to do something an agreement it's being in harmony with someone it's being yoked properly okay so when I'm engaged with something you got my attention I'm engaged with you I'm paying attention to you Jesus show me what to do teach me Holy Spirit lead me and guide me I want to follow Jesus so And that's communion. And this is the spirit to spirit. This is the heart. So we got the eyes that, that interlock with Jesus face to face. Yes, you're my Lord and Savior. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. Now my heart gets tugged, and this is what the engagement is. Yes, I, I want to marry you. I want to I wanna be engaged with you in my life. I want to be one in harmony with you. And that's my heart, and that's spirit to spirit. That's when I make a decision. I'm going to walk in step with the spirit. I can't be walking in step with the spirit if I'm so worried about what's going on over here. If I'm running ahead because I think he wants me over there, I need to stay here with the spirit and go whichever way he tells me to go, right? And what is communion? The sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts. So when we take his body and his, and his blood as we make communion, that's, his in, that's intimacy. That's being intimate with God, flesh, blood, spirit, all of it. All of who he is in us, that's spiritual intimacy. And the next time you take communion, expect to get pregnant. (laughs) That's what I'll say. (laughs) Spiritually pregnant from God. Hallelujah. So communion is sharing its feelings, especially when the exchange is on a mental soul, right, or spiritual level. It's so much deeper than just, yeah, you, you know, sitting so much deeper than just, yeah, I know that person. They're there. I know them. I see them at church or wherever. So um, communion is intimate fellowship with Jesus, his word, the seed of God. It's when we become one with the Father in harmony, knowing my identity. That's when things start to change because now I'm one with him and I'm starting to get more bold in my faith. I'm starting to believe my faith is growing because I made a commitment. I made a vow. I'm learning about who he is. I'm more and more, more and more I'm confident in his love for me and his security. You see, my whole life, I was looking for the security. I would you know, I, I was looking for love, security, peace, all these things that he provides for me. So wherever I go now, I don't need someone to love me, because I have all the love. That I'm ever going to receive in me. I don't need someone to say I'm worthy. Because even though I know I'm not. He says I am. Because he died for me. And all of us. This is not. I'm not unique. He did it for all man. It's our choice to receive what he's already done. Okay. So communion, intimacy. So God loves us. Love is into our hearts is spiritual love is a spiritual life he brings us back to life in love now I want to share I want to pour out love to others because the Holy Spirit poured out in me if the Holy Spirit lives in me the hope of glory then my if I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to do what the Holy Spirit does have full access to my spirit soul and body then I'm gonna want to pour out love to others because that's what the Holy Spirit does that's who he is and if he's one with me then he's gonna motivate me i'm going to be motivated by the love of god to want to love someone else so in um verse seven by this is god by this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment so the day of judgment god says have you loved i'm confident i allowed i was in agreement i submitted myself i laid down my life my flesh. When I say that Jesus already did it all. I'm not trying to say that. What I'm saying is, I, okay, an example, laying down my life. Yesterday I ran around. I did a lot of stuff. And I, there's somebody that's been on my heart a lot lately, and I wanted to get bring a little gift. They had surgery and things like that. But I've always been I've been busy, busy. And then I get like a couple of minutes, and it's for me. I want I want a couple of minutes for me. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down my selfish desire. That's what laying down what I mean to lay here and you know even if it is listening to the word or whatever it is just to have an, a, a reason to lay there right and i said okay god i'm going to go and that's listening to the word in an action way in a way where i actually acted out god's love to someone which is that's what but that's what he's saying when you when you come into his presence right the judgment day of judgment those are the things that are going to be reviewed. It's love. How much love are we pouring out into the world? Because it's the love of each person, Christ in, in us, that's the solution for someone's problem, for the world's problems. So there is no on judgment. And this commandment, so this is a decree, a vow from God. This is a commandment from the king. Okay? He's not going to go back on our word. And I'm telling you, even people that don't know Christ as Lord and Savior, Jesus as our Lord and Savior, if they do honor this, and this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. So, And there are people, and I'm going to say this, I believe— because the Holy Spirit's all around us all the time, okay? People that are in war, there's an overwhelming love that comes over them. I'm not saying they're filled with the Holy Spirit, but why would it be different if the Holy Spirit's am- among us, around us, to put in someone, go save that person, lay down your life for that person, then the person dies and the people got saved. That's love, okay? Okay? I'm just saying that there is people, there are people that get inspired to love in a way that only God can do that. You, you hear it all the time, 9-11. There were people that were doing things to save another person, okay? And who knows if they were saved or not, but it's available for everyone. Now, I would like to believe that they they all are because that's my heart but I don't know, and I don't know if that's something that would be eternal because they didn't know they didn't have the Holy Spirit. I don't know, but it's love, okay? So um, where was I? So we love because he loved first. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. So the next thing is this, and I believe this is what this is explaining. It's expressing God's love. So I can't express my love to another without love, the love of God, whether upon me or in me. I don't care who you are. If there was an act of love and you didn't know Christ, the Holy Spirit was on you. Because it, in the Old Testament, Holy Spirit came upon people at times. Okay. So if there's an act like that, I believe it's probably the Holy Spirit over, but I'm telling you this, that it's just a fleeting experience. When you're walking with love in love, it's all the time. It, there's a, there's a change that happens to the person love when love's in your heart. It happened to me because I was this way and now I'm this way. I mean, and, and I would like to say that there were moments that I, you know, we all think that we, we, when we become parents. I was not a Christian when, when I became a mother. But I think, you know, that's like why God uses children to explain his love for us because there's something in that that you would do whatever you can for your child. All right? So there's, there's, there's moments of love that we can see. But until he's dwelling in me, there's there's a transformation that occurs in my heart. It lines up with who God is. So expressing God's love is the marriage to love. It's when I decide I'm going to live my life in his love. I'm going to seek his love and his way of loving in all my affairs, in everything that I can. And there are moments when I don't really feel like loving, but I always ask God, God, Show me how you would want me to love in this moment. Because I don't know how to sometimes in the natural. Really, I don't. So um, so it's being one in union with, with Jesus. It's being knit together in the Father's, God's love. That's when God, the Father, blesses your union with Jesus. Like, it's like a, it's like a marriage. It's like we went to, Jesus says, I want to introduce you to my Father. And then we said, we're going to get married. He's like, yes, get married. That's good. You got your ring, the Holy Spirit. Ring around your heart. That's beautiful. And now you're married. Hallelujah, right? So, and it's a, con- it's a consummation of love, one with Jesus Christ, giving birth to perfected love of God. I didn't know how to do that. And I'm telling you, it doesn't always happen, but it's more likely with, now that I have the Holy Spirit and I experienced it, I am more likely to be perfected in letting God, when I say that, it's like today, I made a phone call. Someone was very angry with me, but I didn't do anything. I mean, I'm not saying it's like, oh, I know where it's coming from, but it really was not anything I did. But I felt as I was walking the dogs that it was important that I apologized if I ever caused any mental torment or pain and suffering to you. And that person just broke down and said, it has nothing to do with you. I was being tormented by an old memory. I'm like, well, praise God. But it's important that I'm willing to step out and keep a bridge rather than say, well, I didn't do anything. It doesn't matter. I mean, I know I didn't. So why why I'll just wait. Or sometimes this is another one. Well, I'll just wait until they figure it out and they'll I'm not mad at that person. I love them. So I but I had to show love. I couldn't just say I love because I was saying that in the beginning. Yeah, I love that person. When they're over it, they'll realize cuz I know God, I know what God can do. When they understand if I feed that, oh, but you see, I didn't feed it with the wrong thing. I fed it with love. And everything flees when you feed, you know, when you when you feed love to the enemy. He doesn't want it. He 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 runs. And that's what happened. So, and consummation is the action of making a marriage, the point at which something is complete. Or finalized, and in Colossians two two three, and this is when we're body to body with God. This is when we're in His image, image and likeness. I can't love unconditionally without God, without God's love in me. That's when I it, the image and likeness starts to manifest. That's when we are bold enough where we can. When love motivates me to lay hands on a sick person, it's love. And then, and then what follows, miracles, signs, and wonders follow love everywhere, right? It's love that motivates me to, to, to preach the gospel, much more so now. Like, when you're in his fullness of love, there's no restrictions. You're, it's it's never-ending. It's endless love, you know? It's really awesome. So that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to the riches of the the full assurance of understanding. So that's where it is. It's all in knowing who he is, understanding his love. So I know him, and then I understand him through my experience personally with him, right? And then the wisdom of God is the expression of his love to others. So first I know him. I get an understanding of who Christ is, Jesus Christ. Then I experience God's love for myself. I can't give you what I don't have, right? And that's the, the understanding of who God is, his, his understanding, yes, the transformation in me. I understand if I do it this way, I'm in the world. If I do it this way, I'm in spirit. So I choose. And then it's knowing who he is, completely image and likeness, body to body, likeness of God where people say, oh, really, she loves God. She really loves God. That's beautiful, okay, so and God's character, and i'm gonna I, I really want to put the music on because I really feel like um, he wants everyone to just soak in his love tonight and let the music just wash over you. but God's character is in 1 Corinthians thirteen, and I suggest well, everyone sh- I'm gonna read it, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels, but not but have not love. Love does not envy, does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies they will fail, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect, perfect has come, that, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish, childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. And now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. So I know only when I know I'm known by him. That's beautiful. So I will always feel inadequate, unsafe. Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I'm going to go eat worms until I know the father loves me. And that's the key. That's the key to to. To living a peaceful life because I'm not looking anymore for people, places and things to fill me to satisfy me to secure me to change me when that person does it then I'll do it it doesn't work like that the Holy Spirit does it for me God does that His love changes me I'm never going to be the same and as I experience more and more of His love there's, n- there's other levels of change So I did childish things. For now we see in the mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Love is not an emotion. It is a commitment. It's a vow. It's a decision that cannot be measured. It's never ending. It's eternal. It's not limited by space or time. You know, like in this world, all our ever, anything of the world, even when I'm in my flesh, it's all limited by this space and this time. It's limited by my human ability. But when I love unconditionally, God's love, and it, and He abides in me, His love, it's limitless. It's endless. It's supernatural ability to love. I can't do it on my own strength. And that's why, see, the Father loves Jesus, right? He loves Jesus, and Jesus loves us, and it's a, it's a constant thing. So the Father gives us, and the Holy Spirit glues us all together. The Father says, I love you, Jesus. Jesus says, I love you, Daddy, right? He says, I'm going to give you people, Jesus, in, in, in our image and likeness, to love, to love you because I love you so much, right? And then Jesus sacrifices life because he was our friend. He's our friend. He loves us. And then our thing is I love you, Jesus, and Jesus says, I love you, Dad, and Dad says, I love you, and it's constant. It's a constant I love you. It's a love fest with God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So with that, um, God motivates, so let's get motivated with God's love just pouring out on us, and um, let's just listen to what, what the words have to say. Let, let the words speak to your heart.